This episode of the TCIA podcast is brought to you by Kopma Cranes, the most competitive knuckle boom crane for the tree care industry. Unleash your full potential with Kopma for tree care. Kopma Cranes are built for heavy duty applications with the best hydraulic technology to maximize your reach and lifting capacity like never before. Kotma's tech team, together with the unique know-how of tree care professionals, has developed the ultimate top-range cranes models for grapple saw applications. Extra functions to the tip with no diverter valves are making it ready for the grapple saw. Kotma represents the edge of mechatronic innovation thanks to superior oil flow with 5 8 inch hoses directly to the grapple. A true 100% stability at 360 degrees angle with the possibility of Kotma Remote Connectivity 4.0, a unique GPRS communication for diagnosis and remote adjustment of parameters in real time. Kotma cranes have been built since the 60s with the highest grades of steel resistance and the most reliable and advanced Italian design and engineering made to outperform an intensive use in the field. Visit cpsgroup.com for more information or contact your local Kotma dealer. Thank you to our podcast sponsor, Samson Rope. Your rigging ropes aren't just tools of the trade. They do the grunt work. They have to endure dynamic loads, abrasion, and moving through hardware while keeping you safe which is why Samson Rigging Ropes are specifically designed and engineered to meet the rigors of your job, the result of a legacy of over 140 years of innovation. Stable Braid Rigging Line is the industry standard for arborists. A durable polyester double braid rope with a high strength to weight ratio, torque-free construction with UV protection. Put Stable Braid to work for you. Stable Braid from Samson, the strongest name in rope. Visit samsonrope.com for more information. Hello, audience. My name is John Lewis. I'm the member engagement coordinator for the Midwest here at the TCIA. Uh, I'm responsible for working with uh, 13 states in, in the Midwest, uh, working with the tree care companies, the owners, the decision makers there to help them advance their, their businesses and advance their safety culture. Um, you know, my, my role is really to, you know, reach out and to be uh, of service. I, I like to, you know, that's one of the foundational kind of uh, pieces of the TCIA to, to be of service. And that's what we're here for here to do. We're here to, you know, be really not just someone to call and ask questions, but we're really guides, um, you know, how we can guide you to improve your, your business practices to help you be more, more successful and safe. That's really, uh, that's what our focus really is on a day-to-day basis. Uh, and for, for me, uh, my name is Bob Longo. I'm the member engagement coordinator for the South region. And, for, you know, for, for me, my education in the industry started back in high school. Uh, like a very good portion of our members, you know, I had an opportunity to, to attend a vocational program for four years in forestry. Uh, I, have, I have deep roots um, because of that in the FFA, which some members will be familiar with. Um, and then, you know, that's sort of led me on a long track back to, to the tree care industry um, through TCIA. And, you know, now I, I serve a identical role to, to what John just explained. Um, you know, another way that I like to look at it is we, we are here to be consultants for our members, not only in safety, but in business as well. 
Um, and, you know, for me, I take pride in, you know, in helping our engaged members who are, who are active and who are seeking assistance um, and, and helping them find new ways to succeed and, and to jump the hurdles that they're encountering uh, in business and in safety. Quick question I want to ask you guys is how did you each hear about TCIA and what was it like when you actually did start here? Because I remember you guys starting pretty close to Expo. So I just kind of want to know yeah. what that was like for both of you. Yeah, we both actually, we, we both started in uh, orientation the week before Expo 2019 in Pittsburgh. Uh, we had one week to sort of learn the basics uh, and then, you know, one, one day to get an intro into how Expo is going to go <laughs> before we had to get on a plane. I, I think that Bob saying that we try to learn the basics is, uh, you know, really understanding. We really just try to, to, you know, really come into the Expo and, and really soak up as much as we could about the industry. So for us, our first, you know, our first experience, our first week or two, you know, being with the TCIA, our eyes were wide open, our ears were open. You know, what we were doing is really just trying to learn as much as possible. That that experience really kind of set us up for the, you know, going right through and and coming in and and you know going door to you know door to door. I say door to door, but really you know business to business and and meeting everybody really set us up for success because we had the opportunity to, to really just you know connect face to face. And you know during COVID, we really missed that opportunity, and it's it's. Um, it's nice that we've had some of the tools, you know, some of the Zoom meetings and some of those tools to still connect. So I'm very thankful that we have those because it's still been able to, you know, maintain those connections that we've made going forward. Yeah, I, th I think, you know, thinking back to, you know, our first week with the company, you know, the member engagement team, you know, we were all very fortunate in that, you know, we came from backgrounds where we were previously helping other small companies facilitate uh, growth and changes in cultures before we even got here. So, you know, when I say that we were kind of learning the basics, you know, what I kind of mean there is we were being walked through yes. what makes TCIA sticky with its members, what, what makes us appealing, um, where, where our strengths are. Uh, and, you know, we, we, we even kind of learned a little bit how most members prefer to be engaged by us as well. Uh, so in, in short, uh, shortly after that, unfortunately, we all in cloud encountered the COVID-19 world, which, you know, put a damper in our plans to kind of hit the ground running in 2020 and, and start traveling and engaging members uh, out in the field at other events and, and trade shows and things like that. Um, it, it did give us the opportunity to build some very strong relationships virtually with many of our members. And, you know, those, those are lessons that I think not only TCIA, but the industry as a whole uh, has really taken a lot away from. Uh, but, it, you know, here we are now gearing up for, for another expo in 2021 and, uh, and, and we're moving and we're starting to engage members the way we want to. I think moving is really the, the great, great way to put it because we haven't stopped. Uh, you know, like when I alluded to utilizing those tools, you know, connection tools, you know, the Zooms and, and, and our teams and things like that, we haven't stopped outreaching and connecting. I, and our members, you know, fortunately, uh, they've maintained communication and it's really helped them, 
feel connected to the TCIA as well. And that's, that's really important. We're about connecting. It's, a, it's not just an association. I like to say that the TCIA is a community. It, that's really what, what I feel TCIA is. It's a community of people that are very like-minded that really want to grow and be successful. So if you are considering membership with the TCIA, I would, I would really kind of stress that it's not just a, you know, a trade association meant to support tree care. It's an entire community and a culture, uh, so to speak. So I really feel that when we're talking to people, it's not just, oh, what does the TCIA do for me? What do I get out of it? Well, you know, what you get out of it is being connected um, to your industry. And if you really care about your industry, you really want to be connected. I think that's really important. What do you think, Bob? Do you think the, the connection issue is something that a lot of members talk to you about what, as far as they really feel connected because they feel engaged? Yeah, I, I think that there's definitely a, a very strong group that falls into that category. Um, I'm, one of the things that we encountered coming in, though, if, as you remember, John, was uh, having a large number of members who were not engaged with TCI, uh, you know, whether that went both ways or just one way. Uh, it's, it's something that we have tackled a lot, right, uh, and, and as best as we can. Um, but, you know, I mean, at the end of the day, I, I do tell everyone the, the ultimate return uh, on your membership with TCIA is, is determined by your level of engagement. With yes, us. absolutely. You know, and that's, you know, that's not just uh, verbal or email, but, you know, take a look at the events. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, one, one thing I, I just told a member yesterday afternoon, a, a prospective new member, is your biggest opportunities with TCIA are, are, are the events, uh, you know, on a professional and a social level. I, I, I told this individual that, you know, you have worked diligently on building your company and, you know, you, you might encounter a time where you feel, you know, the money's coming in, but you're not growing or, or the money's not sticking or, uh, you're you're just not finding a way to 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 jump the next hurdle that right, you right. want to hit. And you know, my answer to that is sometimes you know, you and I having a conversation, we might not find a solution to that. But you spending two to three days away from the company uh, sometimes can change all of that by attending an, an executive arborist workshop or even expo or, or of course it might be. When you're talking about Expo, I, I find that those events that are there, you know, there's a lot of great opportunities if you're looking to get your continuing education units. But I find that those breakout sessions, when I'm talking to mm -hmm. a lot of our members, that's where when we talk about community, we talk about connection. I find that they really, really enjoy that aspect of it. And I think that's one of the things that we missed during COVID, that, that opportunity to have those, those, you know, those side conversations. Because when you're having those conversations, a lot more you know, back and forth is kind of allowed and it, it really kind of opens up. And, and really that shared information is really what helps people open their eyes about opportunities. And that's, that's what we want to do. We want to create opportunities for the companies that are engaged with us, you know, and that are members of the TCI. That's what we're looking to do. We're, we're looking to help you capitalize on those opportunities. And, and that's really exciting. I think there's going to be an article uh, coming out in the TCI reporter and it's funny you were talking about you know letting your business run you. Noel Boyer is going to be he actually did an article on that. I think it's going to be coming out a really good read. So I really implore you if you're you know if you're a current member, take a look at that at the newsletter. I think that 
that's another way too to really kind of be involved with TCI just to know the happenings of what the association is doing on behalf of our members. And that's really important. You want to know, you know, what we're doing to help advanced tree care. There's so many different ways that the TCI is helping to do that, whether it be through our lobbying efforts or through connection with, you know, myself and my colleagues like Bob, Amanda, uh, and Kim, who are also uh, member engagement coordinators. But there's so many different ways that we're trying to help support the industry. And I, I think that that newsletter, the magazine, you know, taking the, just a few minutes out of your day to peruse that really kind of give you some insight into that. Yeah, and, and I think, you know, one of the things that we that we dance around a lot is the, is the social aspect. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we, we have so many members out there and even non-members who, you know, they, their view of the entire industry might be restricted to the view of their local market and the, the relationships or lack thereof that they have with their peers mm-hmm. who are who, who operate in the same area of operation as them. Uh, you know, and, and so I, I say again, you know, sometimes, you know, not even just tend, attending events and workshops mm-hmm. through TCIA or ISA or, or your local Arbors Association, um, sometimes it's hopping on social media too. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah. we live in that kind of world now where, you know, if, if you go on Instagram or, or Facebook or TikTok or whatever it might be, you know, hashtag tree work just literally opens right. the community yeah, to uh, very easily, and uh, you know, and, and within seconds, you can you can put a question on social media, and within seconds, you're getting an answer uh, from somebody across the country that you know, even though they're in a different market, could be very beneficial to you. Agreed, agreed. I think our women in tree care uh, forum uh, on on Facebook is great, and I I really encourage yeah anyone. Um, all our female business owners, operators, CTSPs, uh, qualified crew leaders, or, you know, or if you're anyone, anyone, anyone at any level. Yes, absolutely. I really encourage people to get more involved in that forum. Yeah. You know, we're doing the, the pre-conference with the women in tree care uh, at the TCI Expo in Indy in November. So really excited about, you know, how we're doing, you know, what we're utilizing for that. That's, that's really exciting. So, um, yeah. so if I raise my voice and I get a little excited, it's because, I'm generally excited to see. Well, you're, where you're excited goes. because that's one that we've, we've, um, we've actually talked yeah, about. Yeah, I'm an excitable guy as well. I mean, I'm, I'm not a I'm not a very uh, stoic individual. I, I'm I'm very animated. I think when you meet me in person, uh, you'll notice that. Joe, would you say I'm pretty well, animated in you're person? From the Midwest. Yeah, I, I'm a Midwest guy, so you know, I, I think that's one of my character traits right there. So. Yeah, I, and I, I think that uh, you know that's a that's a fantastic example. The women in tree care. Um, group on Facebook, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and, and that's something we seek to be in, in more heavily involved in all the time. Um, it, you know, we, we have other active groups as well. You know, our accredited accreditation is yeah. part of a, a very active Facebook group. Uh, our CT, CTSPs as well are, are a very tight-knit network um, with a lot of great exchanges there through social media and, and other means. Uh, and, and that's something that, you know, I think we all um, enjoy seeing grow. Yes. Is, is all of the, you know, not even just on social media, but, you know, in peer to peer groups and, and focus groups, things like that. Um, the, I, I, I say it to people all the time. We work in such a unique industry simply for the social aspect. The, you look at the way tree people communicate with one another, 
uh, at events and online, and you do not see you don't see that with other industries. Right. I, I can tell you, you know, the first one that comes to mind like that for me is paving. You do not see that. Right. <laughs> right. So, you know, or even concrete. Um, so it's, and unfortunately, it's something that I don't think enough folks in the industry really take advantage of is, you know, the opportunity is there to build such strong relationships to, uh, to, to share information with one another, to share views and perspectives, um, and to seek assistance from one another. Bob, let me ask you a question. What's one of your favorite things to share um, with our members? Because I, I have my personal one. I, I want to hear your thoughts on what you really enjoy sharing. I have, a, I have two things that I really think add um, the most benefit to our members. Well, you look like you're really itching to, to share yours. So oh, I'm going to go right ahead. I'm going to totally yeah. jump right in and do that. I think our member resources are, are, yes. are the number one thing that really our members can really take advantage of and get a tangible result right away by utilizing those member resources. Um, and those are available at the TCIA.org site. You just, you know, click member resources and, and really it's right there on the, on the middle of the screen. You click on it and there's a really a number of different areas where you can access and get templates. And, you know, if you want to write a business plan that, you know, you struggled with something like that, there's a template that shows you essentially how to do it step-by-step step to make it really easy for you so you're not struggling. If you're looking to write an employee handbook, there's tools for you to help make that easy where you're not spending hours and hours and hours of doing that. So I love the employee. And many of those templates are even fill in the blank. Oh, they really are. They're, they're super easy. And, and when we're talking to our members or, or, or prospective members, you know, we really try to let them know. It's like there's, there's so many resources here at the TCIA, not just what's on the website. The people within the TCIA are a great resource. You know, whether it's our board certified master arborist or someone like our, our you know, executive vice president, Peter Gersenberger, who oversees industry expertise. Um, you know, there's so many resources here that you can access. And our role on a daily basis is to help you access what is going to help your business grow and be safe? Because at the end of the day, the number one thing is getting your people home safe. And obviously, you want to do that first and foremost, because if you don't have a, a safe team, if you don't have a team, you know, you don't have a business. And that's that's number one. We want to make sure that we provide you with the tools and access to the tools so you can get your people home safe and you can grow your business. It really is that simple. And I think that a lot of times people... Um, you know, it's overwhelming when you're running a business. I've ran my business before and I've struggled with certain things and I really wish I had the resources to, to, to do that. Yeah, for, I mean, for, for me, you know, I, I love the member resources as well, um, but you know, I'll, I'll go to, you know, our, my, my conversations with new members and with, you know, with current and former members who have just kind of lacked the engagement for one reason or another, whether it's one side or both, um, is, you know, I'm, I'm going to lean on the product here for a minute, our tailgate yeah. safety training program. And I, and I go to that for two reasons, you know, one being it's, it's very important to see uniformity in safety training. Um, but it, for me, that's, that's also an opportunity to begin building your culture. Uh, as a team, you know, just holding a weekly safety meeting could be 30 to 45 minutes, whether it's on site or back at the office, 
Uh, it, for, for me, that's a great opportunity. And, and that's kind of the, the, the point at which I, I seem to engage a lot of folks is where they're, you know, whether they're actively thinking about it or it's somewhere in their subconscious mind that, you know, they're looking to find a new way to impact the culture in their company. You know, safety is the great point, the starting point for that, um, in, my, in my opinion. I and couldn't I agree more. I've gotten good feedback. In fact, Bob, when you said tailgate safety, you know, we're sitting down and doing a podcast. Part of me wanted to jump up and, you know, do like a wave, like if you're at a Red Sox game, because I got really excited because I really think that that is the essential tool for any tree care companies to have a tailgate safety manual. I mean, it really, for starting a safety culture. It really is. Yeah. In fact, what, and I'm going to go back to member resources. One of the things I love is that, you know, when you're doing that, there's a form on the member resources to help you when you're first looking at what you need to do as far as implementing a safety culture or evaluating a safety, your safety culture. There's a form there that helps you with a safety, a safety culture evaluation for your company. I couldn't think of anything better than, than doing that to start. And then obviously, you know, when you're talking about really solid products that are going to mm-hmm. you know, help keep your team, uh, help keep your team safe and educated. You know, I find that the tailgate safety manual is the, the number one resource. Yeah. I mean, we, we all have our, 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 our resources within the TCIA that we feel are without a doubt essential. I mean, we could talk about CTSP being almost uh, an essential part of you know, a safety culture, having someone yeah. that, is, that is a team that that's a credential. That's a great starting point yeah. for, for anyone look, seeking more engagement mm-hmm. uh, or more personal growth. Yeah, yeah that's a great personal growth yeah. piece for a business owner, for a for, for a leader within the company mm-hmm. in, in really any role that, that pertains to, to safety at any point, whether it's in the field or back in the office. Um, it, that's a really good one. And growing and developing your team adds to retention. You want, you know, your team, you know, they really, if you're, you're looking at your team members and you know that they're engaged and they want growth and they want to, you know, develop their, their arbor culture career further, you know, that's a great foundational piece. Career pathing. Of course. Career course. pathing is becoming very critical yes. in our workforce because, you know, we, we could sit here for another five hours uh, and talk about recruiting in the industry. And, and I'll just sum it up and say, our issues with recruiting are the same in every industry. Oh, couldn't agree more. So, but, what I'll, but what I'll say this is, you know, maybe the first solution to that problem is retention. Right. And I think the key to retention is career pathing with our employees with, you know, I, I can think back to, to, to my personal experience. You know, I graduated high school after four years in a forestry program, and I jumped through uh, three tree care companies, I believe, in, in three years before I ultimately just on a whim joined the military. Uh, but I, I left the industry because, you know, mainly because I really kind of lacked mentorship. Uh, you know, I found myself in a highly, highly competitive um, little area within the industry in Southern New Hampshire where, you know, and honestly thinking back, um, there, there was a lot of old school views and, and, and ways of handling uh, not only business, but employees as well that was going around in the area at the time. So, you know, 
kind of missing out on the opportunities to, to really see where the industry could take me made me leave. And, you know, so we just have to, we, we have to kind of think on that for a minute and realize how many people are leaving the industry because they just can't see where it's going. The career path, but having a path. Absolutely. Cause we have, when I'm talking to certain folks that have, you know, they're owning, they own their own business. They have, you know, a climber that's, you know, around my age, I'll share my age with the audience. I'm 46. And they're looking at what, what the next career path, because they know they're thinking, well, you know, I want to try something else, you know, so why not implement if you're not doing plant healthcare, why are you not thinking about adding a, you know, adding a plant healthcare division, you know, because that's a great revenue stream. And that not only is that going to benefit the business, but I, that, you know, that's going to keep your team engaged. And sort of to that note, line clearance is another one. A lot of folks, you know, try to avoid it. Um, But, you know, then, you know, there are instances where people do start looking at other revenue streams, like healthcare, maybe uh, line clearance clearance right away work uh, is another one for folks. Uh, I mean, we even have members who, you know, take it upon themselves to start uh, inventing new products for, for the industry. Uh, well, it's something yeah. that they developed for their company and, and, you know, and then they become inspired by corporate members or, or something like that to go that route. Which leads me to my number one thing, the community. That's what TCIA that I feel yes. is not just an association. It is a community of committed individuals that care about this industry. And I think that that is really the, the really foundation of what TCIA is being community and connection. And I, I think you really alluded to that. Perfectly. So, Joe, I, I know that Bob and Bob and myself, we're, you know, we're conversation dominant guys and we talk a lot. We don't want to shut you out of the conversation. Um, so if you have any other questions for us or anything to ask, you know, um, just jump in and you can cut us off at any point because we we're, we work great together. Bob and I are, you know, um, really kind of connected. I like to think of us as the, uh, as the bar stool TCIA. I, I think that's fair. I mean, we have different sports allegiances, but, uh, you know, uh, that's fair to say. So Joe, is there anything else that you wanted to ask us to, to cover and talk about? Because literally we could keep going and not stop and we didn't want to shut you out right there. Oh, I know. And that's why I brought you guys both on. So I wouldn't have to say anything. Oh, it's great. nice to have somebody else do all the work, but I think one of the big questions that probably pops up in my head and probably some of our our members and other people we work with is how do you as individuals you guys are each responsible for what like 13 states more something around there and each of you guys have hundreds of companies within said states how do you manage first off um, relationships in terms of going on site visits and those kind of in-person uh, relationships that you guys build as well as doing the the phone calls and all that kind of stuff because with that many people it starts to seem like um you guys have a lot to mm-hmm. a lot to manage it seems like things could get dropped so how do you individually both deal with it because i know you both have different approaches yeah it's it's we do we do definitely both have different approaches different approaches at the end of the day, I, I will say it's it's not the easiest task in the world to 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 manage the volume. Um, but at the end of the day, no matter how easy or difficult it is, you still cannot stress enough that you know that the best return on investment for our members is the level of engagement uh, and the level of buy-in that we get from them. 
uh, you know, they, you need to be involved. Um, so, I mean, the, the, the best, the best, one of the best parts of the job for me is being able to attend live events again. Uh, you know, I, I got the opportunity to uh, attend our executive arborist workshop in June of 2021 in Dallas, our first live event since winter management 2020, I believe, John. Yeah, well, that's right. And, um, you know, that was just a fantastic experience to, to meet with sort of a smaller, more intimate group. I believe we had 65 or 70 members in attendance. Uh, you know, being able to engage that many people that event uh, was sold out. Of course, of four days. Yes, that, that, that event was sold out. out. So, um, and, and I mean, and that that's one of my favorite events, mm. by the way. But you know, that that's that's where we get the most quality uh, in our interactions is our in person um, engagements. Uh, but also, you know, in in one on ones, you know, I referred mm. to the, the, the strengths that you know life in quarantine did give us in the industry last year with, you know, making ourselves available to meet with people on Zoom meetings. That goes a long way with so many people being able to put a face to a name. Um, and it's, it's, it's really helped us. I think, I think it's even helped a lot of members come out of their shell when they attend events and see, see people face to face. And one thing I, I will say to that is that's not necessarily even something that you need to come to us. It, it, you know, even so some people aren't able to travel or work their schedule around TCIA events or anything like that. So, I mean, at the very end, at the very end of the day, I'd like to at least see more people engaging with their peers, whether it's through your local chamber of commerce, if you're fortunate enough to have a local arborist association, uh, anything like that. Um, and, and you know, for me, with my engagement and our members, that's sort of the way that I want to go. Um, moving forward is kind of reaching out through those masses um, to, to really being able to engage people properly. And I think you kind of said, you hit the nail right on the head, but I, I think that during COVID, we had the opportunity to utilize, you know, the teams and the Zoom and pivot to still being, you know, being in front uh, of our members. And I, I got to tell you, I'm, I'm really, really excited to get back out on the road. And part of my reason I really love what I do is that, you know, we're just people. We're people that really care about the industry. We care about our, our members. We want them to succeed. That's genuine. We mm -hmm. generally want people to engage with us. And, you know, you asked how we manage our workload. Yeah, we do it a little bit differently, individual, but we do follow a lot of the same patterns. And I think the one thing that we realize and our members, you know, they're working, they're out there in the field this time of year. They're running their businesses on a day-to-day -day basis. So a lot of times when we're making our phone calls or our outreach, you know, we might be re reaching the husband or the wife uh, that's running the, you know, the back office duties. And, you know, we love talking to, to those, those individuals. They're really the, uh, the glue that holds the company together, so to speak, because without them, they're not going to make, you know, they're not going to be able to do everything they need to do in order to make that company run. Yeah. Um, so we do have different ways of outreaching. Sure, you know we're going to be emailing and phone calls, but it's not that that one-on-one -on -one time that we get. You know, I had the opportunity this past week. I had the opportunity to get into our Chicago market 
for the very first time, my first trip to Chicago. Uh, great trip. And, you know, getting to meet some of our, you know, our, own, our owners that have been doing this for longer than I've been alive are really, those companies are where we're learning too. We're learning from you. You know, we're still, we're, you know, yeah. we're learning every day. We're soaking up knowledge about the individual markets we work in. That's really important. Yeah. And that helps us be more service. Yeah. To, to the consultation goes both ways. You yes, know? We, absolutely. We, not only as individuals, but we as an association uh, in a community learn from our members as yeah. much as they learn from us. You know, I, I mean, on, on a day to share it. Yeah. And sharing. Well, on, on a day to day, we're, we're here to, to manage uh, memberships. Um, and, but, but that encompasses a very wide berth in, mm -hmm. in what we do, whether it's, you know, connecting to, whether it's directing somebody to, uh, to a mentor, mm -hmm. whether it's uh, introducing somebody to information on our, on our two accreditation programs. Um, that benefit yep. businesses, yeah, you know, it's, we, we could be talking to somebody who's looking to implement a safety culture. We could be looking to talk to somebody who, you know, wants to, to find somebody who can come in and hold workshops right. with them. And it's, it, it goes <laughs> very wide. It does. And, um, and those type of conversations where we're one-on-one, -on -one, you know, that's really where, you know, we get to know you, you know, we want to, we want to learn as much as we can about you and share what we're learning um, and, you know, share what we're learning and share what we share our industry expertise. Cause you know, we've been doing this for, you know, we're, we're finishing up our second year. We've got a good grasp of, of really what the TCI offers. And we want to share that with you because we know that other members have, have met with great success by utilizing the resources of the TCIA to get their business to a second level. You know, if you're starting off in a tree care business and you're only doing 500,000 a year in gross sales, we want you to utilize those resources to, you know, incrementally grow to 750 to doing a million to doing 1.5. You know, that that's going to make your business stronger and, and really sustainable. That that's yeah. really important. I think one of the first things that everyone in the industry really should take a good hard look at is recognizing that the industry is in itself a community. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, and, and I, I think, you know, since you and I started here, we really worked at sliding ourselves into that social landscape within that community. Yes. Um, and, and, you know, the strength in the community is Connection and feedback, connection, uh, you know, whether it's, you know, whether they're communicating with us or they're communicating with uh, a corporate partner company uh, or, or whoever, you know, I like to see that engagement with people that's, you, you, you can't put a price. I agree. You, you said my favorite word too about feedback. You know, we want our members to provide us feedback about our product, our services, our events. We, we beg for you to give us your opinion on a regular basis because we take that opinion and we share that with others in our association so we can make those changes to better serve our members. Because at the end of the day, we're member driven. Yeah. That's what I feel on an everyday basis. What we are here to do is to be like, oh, we're, we're nonprofit. We're, you know, being a nonprofit association. Yeah, that's, that's all well and good. But I feel like the core of what we do is to be of service. I, I say yes. it all the time. It's just what you know, my mentality is on a regular basis. Um, you know, how can I help you be better at what you're doing? What can I do 
helps help, help you. That's really what it comes yeah. down to. And I think that that's really kind of what sets aside our culture here um, at TCIA. Yeah. You know, the fact, you know, we're, we're all here to serve on a consultancy, uh, a, a consultancy basis, mm-hmm. if you will. You know, we're, we're not here to peddle snake oil. No, no. You know, we, we have various products, events, services, and everything is, everything we have exists in a state of continuous improvement. That's a good point. Continuous improvement. We're constantly looking at ways to do what we're doing better to better service our members. And, and when we talk about doing that, it's, it's making things easier for our members as well. Um, you know, doing like it's accessibility, accessibility. Yes. Yeah, so like the Brightspace platform for online testing. You know, that, that's something that really our members have, have, have taken a hold of and, you know, they've provided us with feedback on what we're doing that's, that's helping them with their training, with their safety. And, and having that is just, it's been, been an amazing addition to what we're doing. So we're no longer, you know, doing paper tests anymore. You know, you're doing things online because we are an online culture now. And I think that we're understanding that that's what our members are telling us for the most part, that they want things to be done easier and streamlined processes that are going to better suit their needs. And we've taken that approach, you know, we've taken that feedback and we've been able to implement it to something that's going to really benefit them. And that's, that's exciting, you know, and there's more to come too. I don't want to, you know, I'm not going to let the cat out of the bag. I'm pretty good with keeping a secret. Um, So, you know, I, I keep secrets pretty good. I haven't even told my wife where we're going to go on our next vacation. I'm doing one of those secret, you know, I keep secrets pretty good. I don't want want to let the cat out of the bag about, you know, everything that's coming out down the line with TCIA because, you know, there's there's many things that are still in the works. And I implore our our members to go to Expo to kind of find out what's coming down the pike. You know, go to these events, you know, interact with us to find out what's going to be happening. Look at the TCIA.org website. You know, look at, like you said, look at the social media that's coming down. A lot of us share, I share on LinkedIn. I don't think you do. You're more of an Instagram guy, Bob. I'm more of a yeah. LinkedIn guy, yeah. which is fine. So one, one thing I can actually say, you mentioned LinkedIn. Um, I, I, I call it funny. Uh, you know, I actually kind of think it's funny at this point, but uh, I was so happy when I started at TCIA yeah, that, totally uh, you know, second week on the job, we went to, we went to TCIA Expo. I got finally got back into an industry that I really never should have left. I came back from that expo in Pittsburgh and I deleted my LinkedIn. I was just, I was at a point where I was inundated with calls and emails from recruiters right. and all of that. And, uh, you know, well, once they know you're not out there doing that anymore and you have a position, I think that it's more suited for, you know, other people that you've connected with already, I find that to you know yeah. maybe people that are looking into the yeah. industry. The- well, I was I was just I kind of ended up at a point where I kind of viewed social media as a distraction. Uh, but then, as I spent you know most of COVID getting to know our members through virtual means, I've realized you know I, I, that was, that was pretty false. I still have mixed feelings about LinkedIn, but you know, like you said, you know we're we're on Instagram and mm-hmm. Facebook and 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 other venues as well. Uh, and we'll, we'll look to grow into others. Try to get the message out there. I think that's, you know, Joe, that's what you do. That's what we all do. We're all trying to get the message out of how TCIA can help you with your business. Because the mission of the TCIA is yeah. to improve this industry. It's a, you know, that's what we're here to do. 
And I, th I think that, you know, the, the, the other missing piece there too is, is not just being engaged with TCIA or the community, but being active through some other means, whether it's social media or something else in your community. Uh, you know, I, we're tree people. I like to see tree care companies involved in, uh, you know, even in youth organizations in, in some way. If you can be involved with 4-H or FFA or Skills USA, uh, whatever it might be, maybe you have a vocational high school in your area. Well, there's a large segment of, of young adults that are, you know, they're graduating from high school. And, you know, they don't want to go the traditional route for college. They I mean, I think we're, we're going into a completely different conversation. We are, but, but that's okay. Long. We're allowed to like, you know, take a little side turn right here. Yeah. You know, there, but there is, there's really a large segment that wants to work with their hands. They want to work independently yeah. and they don't want to sit in an office cubicle and, and look at a computer all day. They want interaction. And I think that if we can help steer people into this industry, that really, that's going to be a huge, that's effort. where it starts. It really is. It's, you're that's right. It. Absolutely. That's foundational. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And whatever we can do to help, help do that for our members to do that, I think that's going to help. Yeah. And I think that those opportunities are there. I think we, I mean, I know that we've discussed it a little bit and, you know, maybe in the future we can look at reaching out to those organizations who have, you know, maybe they have larger mm -hmm. um, conventions or, or, or whatever you might call that. Uh, but, uh, you know, maybe we can grow into that in the future. Uh, I think it'd be more beneficial perhaps though for uh to, to to see some members doing that at their local level as well oh absolutely absolutely, uh, absolutely. and so and i think you know as you become an engaged member with tcia um I, realistically you you become more cognizant to those conversations of course so joe we, we answered that question i think i think we took a good 15 minutes. To I don't remember what the question was. To be honest. You know, yeah, because we just keep going. It's great. You know, this is what we do. And I'll, I'll let you know this too, uh, podcast land. This is what this conversation that we're having right now, this free flow right now, we do this on a regular basis. We're constantly having, you know, these kind of these breakout sessions on our own and talking about what individually what we can do. And we also provide feedback to the association too on what more can the TCIA do to, to help our members to help their growth. That's yeah. Constant, it's an ongoing. It's not just us. I mean, the TCIA as a whole is very much like this. I mean, yeah. it's it's kind of falls into the EOS policies that you know we're. You might want to explain to EOS out here to the podcast. Land. I, John, I think we could go on for another hour. Yeah, I, I don't think Joe has that time. I got you. But uh, you know, basically, simply opening the opening the floor, if you will, to, to everyone within a company uh, like TCIA has to where everyone communicates so openly. Mm -hmm. And I, I think that's why we continue to, to, to work as diligently together, uh, as smoothly, uh, whatever you wanna, however you wanna view it um, in, in ways to improve the industry and our member experiences. And we want to hear from our members on, on ways that if they feel that the TCIA could could be better at that. You know, we, we always, you know, we always ask that question. What more can we do uh, that's going to better aid you in, in what we're trying to accomplish? I think that's a, a constant question that we ask 
uh, or membership or prospective members? What what more are you looking for from what from what the TCIA offers? And I, I'll I'll be honest. There are there are sometimes where we we get where where we have those conversations yeah. and we're able to share with our with our members or our prospective members that those solutions exist. Yes, absolutely. You know, sometimes we we have the solution and we guide them to them. Other times, you know, th- there are other resources other than TCIA that we refer people to as well. Uh, you know, probably I would say ISA is probably the biggest one. Uh, you know, then there, there you know, there, there's also a lot of OSHA resources out there, uh, things like that. Um, we've got we've got a lot of corporate partners who provide services right. to the industry as right. well, other than products. Always mentioning our corporate partners because we want our our tree care companies to utilize the the search if they're looking for products and services utilize the tcia supplier director yeah the supplier director that's exactly you stole my thunder there bob that's all right but i don't really you know bob you can steal the thunder because right now i know some of my folks in the midwest right now are just getting hammered by some of that ugly weather and so they're doing a lot of cleanup so i say thunder and i don't really want to say thunder but uh, I mean, you mentioned yeah. weather. That's a touchy subject. Yeah, well, in, uh, 2021, you may want to be careful. With yeah, it. I think that's fair. Even, so. even in the South region. Yeah. Yeah. So we're, all, we're constantly looking at the weather for our, for our members and seeing what they're, you know, what they're going through right now. They're working through the heat and you know, the extreme conditions. It's, um, you know, we yeah. definitely understand that that's, you know, a challenge in itself. It's, yeah, I mean, it's the heat now. It's the, mm-hmm. the storms in the Midwest. It was you know, rain all over the country just a few months ago. It was snow in the south in the winter. It's like 2021. Come on. Now we're just making casual conversations, just talking about so, the weather. But, uh, you know, we're, we're really, you know, I got to tell you, you know. Well, we know, we know what our members encounter. Yeah, we, we do. We're very cognizant of what, what they're experiencing. And I think um, the reason we are is not because we're watching the Weather Channel. You know, we're having those conversations. We're reaching out. You know, we want to know, um, you know, what, what you're encountering on a regular basis. That, you know, that sharing of information is crucial. It really is. Okay. So last thing before you guys, uh, before we wrap this up. Oh, we have to wrap it up. We were kind of hoping to keep going. I know. I know you guys were looking for three hours, but. Uh, I know we were. Yeah, you're providing lunch today, right? Yeah, there you go. Yeah. What do you want? <laughs> um, no, but, but so with TCI Expo coming up, this will be your second TCI Expo. Well, technically the third. I mean, technically the third. You know, we did have the opportunity to do the virtual expo where we had you know hundreds and hundreds of members. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I call it virtual. I'll I'll give you that one. So your third one, um, and you guys have been experiencing, and you guys have done a lot of the stuff before. But how does somebody have? I don't want to say a successful TCI expo, but how would a member? get the most out of TCI Expo, what would be your advice to whether it's new or returning members this year? Uh, I, I would say, you know, first and foremost, while you're at Expo, don't just walk past everybody. Stop and talk to people, not, and not just at booths. You know, if, if you overhear a conversation about something that, ca- that, that really catches your ear, and, and engage them. Yeah. It, you know, find, find ways to, to insert yourself into those situations. Uh, you, you know, we had, I, I actually saw that at Expo in, in Pittsburgh at the um, uh, Vermeer um, 
sponsored an event that we held at uh, John. What's the name of that that stadium? Oh, there? well, being a diehard Steelers fan, that would be Heinz Field. Heinz Field. Yeah. So, being a diehard yeah. Steelers fan, I would definitely know that. Yeah. So, and and that was just a great opportunity to to see people to see mixed groups at, at every table. Yeah. You know, and I saw the same thing at EAW. I, right. I I think you'll agree that you know. Sure, people want to talk. Yeah, what? Uh, so do it. So do it. Uh, talk to everybody. You know, I know John's gonna just, you know, really go off on all the se- all the sessions and options we have for CEUs. Um, um, not really. I think you're you're kind of a little off on that. I would tell you know I would tell those that are going to TCA you know of course you know if you are looking to to attend some of the sessions go. But I think this year having the opportunity to not attend those sessions if you just want to go and walk the floor walk the floor and look at all the iron on there look at look at you know all the equipment there that would to me was just eye-opening as far as you know that's that really is great i I gotta tell you for me if i was going to tell you what would be be a successful way for you to attend the tcia expo walk the floor first and foremost get in there walk that floor Look around, look at, look at, I, you, I so can't many, wait to see the demo tree. Oh, I'm excited. Yeah, the demo tree. It's so many, many great things are there. Just, you know, all, all our corporate partners that are there, they, they want to talk to you. They want to, you know, they're looking for feedback too. Of course, they want to sell you things. Let's, let's not kid. I mean, that's the whole reason. We're going to be there. You know, we want, yeah. we want people to come see us too at the TCIA booth. Yeah, the campus down. Yeah, please come see us. That's, you know, we want people, we want to, like I said, that's the best way to shake your hand, get to know you a little bit. And, you know, that type of interaction for us is gold. It really is because that, that just, we want our members to feel comfortable talking with us. We're just, we, I say this all the time. We're just, we're just people. We're people that care about what we do and we care about your business. And we, we want to interact with you and find out better ways that we can help you. But walk the floor, Joe, that's easy. Just walk the floor. And then, you know, that, that, that opportunity you know, to, to get the CEUs and go, the, the sessions, the educational sessions are, they're second to none. You're not going to get, you're not going to have the opportunity to get that education and, and that, that interaction anywhere else. And any other, and any other type of agriculture event, it doesn't hold the candle to what we do. And I have no problem saying that. And I can tell you, I've seen the list of, uh, of speakers that we have. Oh yeah, I totally impressed. And I can tell you everyone on that list. If you're if you're fortunate enough to see them walking around on the yeah. floor, pick their brains too because they're all they're all uh, a great group of socially driven individuals who love to share. Yeah, so absolutely take advantage take advantage of those resources. Take advantage of every resource you encounter at Expo, please. Well, I say it all the time, but this is your industry. This is your you know this is your company. This is your business. You have chosen this industry. You know what are you doing to be the best? You know, soaking up as much knowledge you can and as much resources you can is only going to aid you to be the best at what you do. And we want you to do that. That's we, we you know, we're here to help you do that. We're here to guide you toward that. And one other point, I just thought of this because um, I had the conversation a few months ago with a group of members. Is uh, another great thing that really works for Expo mm-hmm. is we have so many members. Who do not even attend themselves with the, the, the owners or, yeah. or the operations managers? We have so many members who send their employees. Right. You know, I I, I was talking. I happened to be talking to a, a member of ours up in Montana 
who I asked him if he was going to Expo. He said he wasn't sure, um, but he felt that, uh, you know, some of his guys might deserve to go this year. Great way to reward yeah. your team. Great way to reward your team. You know, you're rewarded. Yeah. And you're, you know, think about this. You're sending your team as a reward to go to the TCI Expo. So as a business owner, my, my mindset is, well, I'm not throwing away money because they're getting educated in their field. I'm only aiding to, I'm only adding to their skills and knowledge, and that's going to benefit me as a business owner. Why, so why would I not do that? That also helps with retention. Well, and, <laughs> and I didn't even want to touch on the wage and benefits survey that TCI offers. I, I implore every business owner that's a member of TCI to utilize that survey because that's exactly what that does. It goes to, and I meant to talk about that earlier, but I kind of, we went off on, well, we keep going off on different, you know, side Side topics. We talked about too much to prepare for this. Yeah, I, I hope whoever's listening out there, I hope when they're listening to our conversation, they're like, wow, those guys just went all over the place. And we do get a little bit of that, you know, because we care. We're passionate well, about what we do. People are going to be afraid to call you because you talk too much. Uh, well, you know, they don't know how much coffee I've had today either. So, <laughs> so that's fair to say. Thank you to our podcast sponsor, Samson Rope. Your climbing ropes aren't just tools of the trade. Your life literally depends on them. Specifically designed to endure any environment you throw at them, Samson climbing lines not only meet the rigors of your job, but are engineered to keep you safe. The result of a legacy of over 140 years of innovation. Hyperclimb is a new 100% polyester 11.7 millimeter double braid climbing line engineered for both moving and stationary rope systems that run well with your hardware and Prusiks. Hyperclimb's low elongation is key for long ascents and dual purpose climbing. Hyperclimb from Samson, the strongest name in rope. Visit samsonrope.com for more information. TCIA is happy to announce online testing. With TCIA online testing, you get to say bye to pesky paper testing and the process that goes with it. No more mailing, no more waiting. With online testing, you get your results instantly. You'll receive results and feedback immediately after you hit submit. Our online learning platform is widely used and the go-to platform for colleges all across the United States. With such a widely used system, you have the tools that you need to test with confidence. To learn more about online testing, visit TCIA.org or call us at 800-733-2622 to learn more.